of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What is up, guys? We are back to do the recap of UFC 280 um, in Abu Dhabi. What a great card. Um, you enjoy it? I did. I did. Um, watched it with uh, a couple buddies, and my son had a couple buddies over, and, and we were out of our chairs a couple times. Yeah, me um, too. <laughs> there, was, there was some noise for sure. Um, I had a lot of wants in this, and then I had a lot of you know, guys that I wanted to win and then guys that yeah. I thought would win. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, from what I remember, there wasn't – I mean, there were a few differences, but – I mean, I was, I was pretty right on, even on the losses. Yes. I gave the – you know, we'll, yes. we'll get to them, but – Absolutely. Yeah. So let's let's jump into the first one is uh, Fiorit versus Caitlin Shikagan, and I think you called this exactly how this was going to go. She, like I said, she had fifteen or sixteen decisions, yeah, and she was not going to knock out this girl. And and uh, this girl had a few decisions; she had a few wins, a uh, few finishes as well. But Caitlin just does not have the put away power. Like even if she won that, she'd be now on a seventeen decision, you know, right, streak right. on her wins. And so, uh, yeah, she 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 landed some good stuff, but the other girl, um, um, Manon, Manon, yep, um, she she outpointed her, you know, her, her maybe hurt her once, um, but there was not a lot of significant stuff. Her her sidekick to the front of the leg to the knee hit, that was that was kind of the uh, right off the bat, kind of yeah. what set the fight it, apart. That's you know, that, ob about that oblique run, kick. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why they call it that? Why, still, yeah. no one's told me because yeah. the obliques are right I, here. I, yeah, I still don't know the answer to that. Um, Fiora, at, at the end of it, you know, she started talking. She had Valentino on, on her yeah. mind, which seems I didn't a hear what early. she said right before that. She said, "I'm going to go back and do something, and then we'll start talking about Valentina." I think it was watch the. I think yeah. it was watch the fight. But, yeah. Um, but I mean, she's got a lot of people ahead of her. Um, Alexa Grasso, Andrade, Lauren Murphy, and Talia Santos well, are ahead of her now. In Caitlin Shikagan was where number one, right? So she might not have a lot of people in front of her now. Yeah, fair so I, I, yeah, that's probably why she started talking about her. She could skip some of the girls that could actually beat her. Yeah, you know, with the grappling to get to Valentina, but I, I doubt she goes right to the belt. But we'll see. Was there anything noteworthy? I mean, this was three rounds of a little bit of vanilla for me. Yeah, it was um, three rounds of someone that was going to the decision whoever no matter who yeah, won yeah yep A anything else noteworthy on that one for you mm, i called it you did yeah i was Abs happy i went one and oh at the beginning absolutely <laughs> so the second fight then dariush and gamrot and i think you called this exactly how it was going to go in fact i think you even texted me uh before they announced it and you're like two and oh because um this went pretty well there was yeah, Benil uh, sat Gamrod. Was it in the third round that he sat him? I think so. Yes. Um, was that that overhand left that was? Yeah, timed he countered. Perfectly? He countered. Um, he was throwing a knee at at. Well, first of all, Benil was throwing a nasty yes. uh, left knee to the upper rib cage area of of uh, Gamrot. and then that guy started throwing and 
he came over the top. I forget what what he threw at, at Benil. It, it looked like a body kick. It, it could have been. A, it, it almost looked like a knee or maybe a body kick, but I think it yeah. was going to be a body kick. And he countered with that that overhand, that straight left, and, and just clean. Sat yeah, sat him straight down. And beautiful. He looked great. Um, I know he was disappointed because he got taken down three times, but he defended. I think seven or or eight, maybe maybe nine. Um, and he didn't do anything to Benil once he was on top anyway. Um, I, I I really enjoy him. I. I like the fact that he said I'd fight 10 more times, you know, until I get the title fight. But I honestly think he should say I'm not fighting again yeah. until I get a title fight. I, he's, got, he, he's got eight in a row in that division. And, uh, you know, no one else has that. Yeah. Like, no one else should be. No one else should get that shot before he does. It's such a tough division, man. It is. It's, it's such a tough division. Um, I really liked how humble he was i liked how he Always. came out there just just seems like a you know such a good dude um and the division you know got obviously got shook up we'll talk about that in a little bit but um you know the names above him obviously we, we keep going back to it chandler gaichi Pori, Oliveira, makachev i mean like these are yeah these are big time names and I, I don't know i don't know where he fits in those um but he sure he sure did well today um yeah I, you know i liked i liked how he presented himself and and honestly that when he sat when he sat down Gamrod in the third round, that was one of the times where our, Sealed it. our whole our whole room just we all stood up. We're just like, oh, yeah. Was, yeah. We, were, we were really stoked to see that one. Um, Good fight. Man, O'Malley and Yawn. So real quick, I just want to go on the record and say, Yawn didn't get robbed. Like a robbery is when it's clear, clear, three rounds, you know, or or two rounds wipe him out and and a second close round. Anybody that was watching beforehand, and this goes for you as well. And I saw your son posted something too. He was angry. <laughs> there were people tweeting on the screen going into the second round that uh, O'Malley won the first round. Others said Jan won the first round. And it yeah. was back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you look at that and you give O'Malley the first round, you now have a very close fight going into the no. third round. Because Agreed. the second round, the second round, he hurt Jan. Okay? Yes. Hurt him bad. Yes. And, but as soon as he hurt him, he turned and bam, he was hurt. You was know? that was that the knee to the side of the head that, that opened up his eye? Was that well, yes, but first he landed a, a switch step straight left mm -hmm. okay. that rocked him back yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and actually hurt him. Yeah. And as soon as he did, he switched back and in came an overhand that bombed on him, caught mm -hmm. him hard. Yep. And uh almost knocked him down but didn't. And then he clinched with him instead and took him down. So uh after that, if you go by strikes landed, he outstruck him by twenty strikes. Okay. Okay. O'Malley outstruck Jan yes. by 20 strikes, yep. significant strikes. Yep. He got taken down six times, okay? Um, didn't do a ton with his takedowns, but he did get them, and, and being the father of a grappler, got to count the takedowns. Absolutely. Right? And then the ground control, he had six, seven minutes, I think eight was, minutes. I thought it was 544. That's the number that stands out Okay, to I thought me. it was more than that, but if it's 544, it's even, it even gives a closer fight yeah. for – O'Malley. So I, I believed that I was 100% correct uh, before the decision was made that Jan would win the fight, O'Malley 
showed it out. He yeah. he made a statement. Absolutely. He is absolutely at the top of the division with those guys. Yep. Put him inside the top five with all of them, and he's going to be great. And then they gave the decision to O'Malley. So uh, does Dana have pull in the decision? As far as I know, no. As far as I know, it is the athletic commission um, that does all that. So I can't say, and especially they weren't in Vegas, right? They're in, they're in Abu Dhabi. So to say that, I, I have no idea. I don't think it was robbery. I do think it was close. I was sitting there on edge when they started announcing it, and I looked at Lucas and I said, they're going to give it to O'Malley. Mm. And sure enough, mm. they gave it to O'Malley. As soon as they started to announce Judge so-and-so, yeah, I like, knew it was split. split right? I knew it was split. Yep. And as soon as I knew it was split, I knew it was going to O'Malley. And, and only because he was busy. He was busy. He was long. You know, he stayed very long through multiple jabs in a row that Jan just kind of ate. Like six in a row sometimes, yeah. and and didn't do anything about. And then he would start to counter with power, and then uh, Sean would. I think he just covered up a couple times too many and eight punches from Sean without answering to them, and and I think that's you know one of the things that the judges may have been looking at. Um, I did see you know what I thought I would see from O'Malley is a little more offensive from the guard. I thought he would jump on his neck a little more. The one time he did jump on his neck, me and Lucas were yelling not to jump on his neck because we knew he wasn't going to get it. And the <laughs> second they got to the ground, his head was already out. Yeah. And I was like, ah, the guillotine's like the number one failed choke in, in the right. UFC. Right. Um, Even when you're a white belt, the guillotine's just so tempting to go for oh, it. Yeah, and you, it always it gets reversed and to on to sit you. for it is just so dangerous, yeah. you know. Um, so I do not believe it was a robbery. I think... Okay. I think Jan won a very close decision, and instead he lost a very close decision. Um, that's my opinion. Um, you guys can can you know argue back and forth with who you think won. I know that you thought that Jan won as well, and and uh, well, your son thought Jan won. I I believe Lucas also thought that Jan won a, a very close fight. Yeah, and and again, I thought he won a very close fight. I was not disappointed uh, with the decision. I was like. You know, okay, I thought O'Malley, even if he lost that decision, you can't argue that that kid is there. Oh, yeah. You he can't belongs. argue that number 12 just jumped and fought the number one guy. Yep. And whether won a good or bad decision, it was a decision that was split. Yeah, absolutely. I want to ask you about, um, regardless of what the ground control time was, when I looked at that, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it, at the end of the fight, uh, three close rounds just from the eye test, right? Yeah. Three really close. But then you start looking. I know the significant strikes went to O'Malley. But then you also have uh, a significant amount of time, even if it was five minutes, that's a third of the fight of ground control and six takedowns. I'm wondering if he didn't do enough with the takedowns and the ground control to actually flip the switch on that. He didn't do a lot. That's what I was saying. He did not do a lot. I also want to go back and count the takedowns by round because if you take me down six times in one round, you only win one round with those six takedowns, right? You don't win the whole fight. Uh, and, okay, and sure, sure. If they were two, two, and two, okay, okay, you spread it out, you know, and and you that'll help you win those rounds. But if you took me down twenty five times in one round, you still only win that round, you know, and you got those takedowns in that round, so they don't count in the other rounds. I do believe he got takedowns in every round. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent positive, but I. Uh, I don't think he did a lot of damage when he was there. What I was bummed about, to be honest, when when uh, O'Malley hurt Jan, 
I was so bummed that he got hurt right back because I thought when he landed that, I thought he was going to take off. I thought that was the, the changing of the fight and he was going to take off and be, you know, uh, very much on the offense and, and hurting him after that. He cut him after that and then continued to work on that. Then the cut got bad. Yeah. And I just feel like if he didn't get hurt right back, uh, I don't know that he would have gotten hurt again, you know, in that in the fight, let alone in that round. I think he would have really dominated that round. And uh, it just so happened that he got hurt literally seconds later. So so by round, first round, they got uh, Jan got one takedown. Second round, he got three takedowns. And then round three, he got two takedowns. Okay. So he spread them out pretty evenly. Across. So, so that's why the first round was so close. I guess he only got one takedown. And and um, O'Malley was busy. He was throwing that jab. He was sticking him. He landed a straight, uh, straight a couple times. He was very good at his footwork. He switched dances a lot. Yep. And threw off of his switch, and landed clean stuff. Yep. He's a, he's a very clean striker, and he's got power. Like he doesn't look like a guy who would have power, but he's right. got power. You yep. know, he was the punches that he landed hard. He hurt him with a few times. The significant strikes, the numbers um, by rounds. Um, and I, I'm not able, um, there aren't a lot of significant strikes. 23 in round one for O'Malley. It looks like um, 21 or 20. I'm doing quick math in my head here um, uh, for Jan. Um, there weren't a lot of significant strikes. This wasn't a, a, a 50 strike round per no, it fight. It was only like a 60. I think O'Malley only had 61 total in the whole fight, right? Uh, yeah, 63. Well, 63, six, 16, and 15. So 63 head, 6 body, 15 leg is how it goes full fight. Um, what was Jan's body? Uh, full fight, Jan landed 13 strikes, 22%. To, to O'Malley's how many? Six, six, which was only 7%. And then he was... Outstruck him on the feet by or on the significant to the head by ten. Is that right? Uh, yeah. T- full fight. Yawn only landed twenty four significant strikes at forty one percent, and here it is. O'Malley seventy five percent, sixty three significant yeah. strikes. How, how many did Yawn land? Twenty four. So I mean, m- yeah. two and a half times. Yeah, more. yeah. That's 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 a big. So I mean, now when you start looking at it by the numbers, the eye test felt it was really close. But those are you, significant strikes too. Right. Like those aren't the, the just the ones the, that the, right. So when you when you do that, that's out striking him. What twenty per round almost? Yeah, close. Sure, fifteen. So and and that's that, I'm talking just about the head right now. Yeah, um, head and body. They don't. They're not totaling it up for me to look at it easily. Um, on, um on the the website so um yeah it was i mean it was it was an entertaining fight i'll be honest i was pulling more for yawn and so i'm sure i was looking at it through yawn colored glasses rather than sugar right but um through his colored hair yeah right but you know he 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 fought well and and to your point and i agree with you wholeheartedly with this at this point now you can't deny that he doesn't belong in the the elite of that division for sure for sure. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to see what happens next because now. I honestly like the fact that he was humble afterwards. Yeah. And he was said, great. I want to go back and watch it. You know, they said, do you think you did enough? And he said, I want to go back and watch it. You know, yeah. that was a that was a very honest answer. Um, he could have said, you know, like like some of the people do all the time. Absolutely. Yes. I think I did enough. Yeah. Went inside their stomachs turning as they're announcing because they don't know that they did enough, you know, and and. I don't know that you actually feel like you're doing enough. 
when you're in a close fight like that, I would feel like I'm on the losing end and I need to be doing more. Sure. You know, if I'm getting hit as many times as I'm landing, I'm thinking I need to do more. I, I got to knock it hit. I need to land. Yep. So it was a very, I, I liked his answer. Um, and, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't cocky. Like when he knocks guys out and whatever, he knew that that was a big jump. He knew it was a close fight. Everyone online saying he knew he lost. He knew he lost. Maybe he did. Maybe maybe he did. What I would have liked to hear him say was, to be honest, it was a very close fight. It could have gone either way. I'd like to do it again. Yeah, that you know I, when he said two out of the three things, the only thing right. that he didn't say is let's let's roll this back and do it one more time. Right. Which, and, and that would have be awesome. been you know cool for Jan to get that opportunity to him. Um, but I think, man, he's so young and new in the sport. I think he only gets better. Uh, Jan's on a three fight losing streak right now. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's one was a DQ, right? Yes. He's, he's got a, a DQ and then he's got, obviously when Two he went back to the, the rematch and then, uh, <coughs> so was his loss a split decision loss also to, for the belt to Sterling or did Sterling, let me look. Because I thought he came back after having his back taken a lot in that fight and came back and did well. I, I don't remember if it was split or not. Yeah, I'm, and and I actually was just incorrect here. He had so in between, right? He had Sanhagen in, in between okay. that he won a unanimous decision. Uh, the loss to Aljo that wasn't the DQ, that was a split decision. So he's coming off of two split decision losses? Correct. Yeah, that's tough. Correct. That's tough. Close fights, man. Yeah. Both yeah. very close fights. That five-round fight with Aljo, you know, that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I it's good insight. Um, I didn't realize that Dylan had posted something on there, so I'll have to go back and give him. He, he, <laughs> yeah, he posted something on, on Instagram, I believe, or maybe, maybe it's Facebook. I'm not sure. I just yeah. saw it before I, actually, when I got up here. That's hilarious. Uh, that brings us to the second of two title fights, um, Sterling and TJ Dillashaw. And boy, w what a disappointment. Um, I was super, super interested in TJ's comments right off the bat. The very first thing he said was, is, I want to apologize to the entire division for holding everybody up. Yeah. Um, that was the first humble thing he's ever said in his life. <laughs> Not a fan of that guy. Yeah. Um, told you before, but yeah. karma keeps coming around and getting him. You know, you burn, you burn your coach, you know, you burn your teammates and, and that stuff comes back to get you. And it's, it seems to be getting him over and over again. He is a stud, you know, he is a tough SOB in the division, but, uh, you know, he, he, he got popped with the EPO deal. And, and I don't know if you heard the crowd at the weigh-ins, the the huh. when they were standing on the stage, the entire crowd is chanting EPO EPO. <laughs> I'm just like, the, the sport is so harsh as it yeah. is, right? It's already so brutal, and then the fans are just like, you know, whatever. But he uh, he's had these injuries. He had a knee injury after Sanhagen had to have surgery. He's now back and and does this, and within 15 seconds, I think he yeah, just located it. It was shoulder. the very first takedown. Aljo went on him. I think there were maybe a couple strikes thrown. Aljo shot, and you could see him reach back and try and catch with his left shoulder. And yeah. it didn't. I didn't see anything on video, but I could see it out the whole round. It was disgusting. I could see it out the that whole was, round. Yeah. And if you go back to the last Bellator, Aaron Pico, yes, same thing. His yes. came out. Um, way, way more methodical and gentle way of putting it back in on, on uh, Absolutely. TJ today yes. than yanking then just, Pico's just shoulder off. His, yeah. 
Um, but it came right back out again, you know, and, uh, and they even talked about it in between rounds that he was able to. And I, I, I watched a, a video that talked about that Aaron Pico. There was somebody that broke it down and they're like, look, when you're supposed to place that in you, you put a little pressure on it and then you ease it back in. Yeah. And they, they talked about the violence that the, that his trainer was trying to do was not the way to do it. No. And it was cool because right after that in the UFC with, uh, with TJ, um, that's exactly what happened. And you looked at it and you're like, oh, that looks right again. Okay, that looks okay. But Yeah, you can tell as soon as it went back in. There's a kid that trains here. I've put his back in a couple times. I used to put uh, another kid, Cody LaCour, that I used to train that raced motocross. His would come out all the time, and I put his back in a couple times as well. Um, it's not difficult to put back in, but once it comes out, it comes out again. Yeah. Like TJ needs surgery now. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. just going to continue repaired. to come out. Right. You know, it's got to get it's got to get fixed in there. And so, you know, here he is out again. My problem was when he said I told the referee backstage that it was probably going to come out, that fight shouldn't have happened. You know, that was a, I wondered about that, that put him in danger the entire time and it, so it put him in danger 15 seconds into the fight and um, you know, looking at it as quickly as Sterling got on him I, I gotta believe that he, that's how he was. That's how the fight was gonna go. I, yeah. I think he was gonna be on him like that, um, and I, I think he would have. I think he would have beat him regardless of the injury. Um, not just because I I hate on TJ. I think he's a savage, you know, and he's tough and whatever. But I just think as quickly as he was able to get to his hips and get on him, that that was just gonna be a replay over and over again. And uh, I feel like the more he was able to fight to get up the more danger he was going to get in submission wise. All right. So, I um, mean, now that Aljo defended and we just talked about O'Malley taking that win to Piotr, um, Piotr's already lost twice against Aljo. Yeah. Do you see O'Malley and Aljo? Is that, is that the next logical thing? Or do you feel like there's got to be something else in between before that happens? I mean, there doesn't have to be. I think there should be. As I was, as I was watching the fight, I told Luke, I think, even though I thought Yawn was going to beat Sterling, I think Sterling beats O'Malley easier than Yawn okay. um, stylistically. I just think it's a it's a rough matchup for him. Um, and he's huge. Like, Sterling is giant. He's a I, monster. The fact that he keeps – Mark <laughs> – never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Quote me on this. The fact that he keeps passing the tests over and over again yeah. and has changed – looks and size while being in the division yeah. is mind-blowing to me like where are they at are they coming in his gym constantly testing him like i like i hang out at glory and i the usada people are in there you know regularly pulling fighters to test him because they have 20 guys in the ufc so you've seen that process how, how does that look what's that what's that look like you're sitting in the gym and all of a sudden you see guys coming in with shirts on that say you like what does that look like you get up and you get off the mat and you go pee in the bathroom and they follow you and do it. They show up at your house and do it. Like they, they can do it whenever. So that being said, and I'm not saying he is. I'm yeah, just saying yeah. mind blowing as a grown adult to be able to put on that kind of lean muscle mass. Yeah. In not that long of a period of time. Like he kind of went from the first time he fought Jan to the second time he fought Jan. The second time he fought Jan, I was like, whoa, bro. Like he was so big and vascular in the shoulders and arms yes. and everything. And I was like, yeah. huh. You know, I was like, I'll be interested to see what happens after the fight's over, and clearly nothing happened, and yeah. he looked that way again today. So yeah, he looked he looked like a giant. Yeah, he's a monster. There. 
All right. Well, that brings us to the main event of the evening. Um, I it was honestly I didn't really know what to think about Oliveira and Makachev when when they went in. Um, what is what you see? Um, he's a stud, man. I all those guys from over there are are tough, right? Like I said, he he uh, he may go on a run now. You can put someone like Chandler in there with him that can wrestle with him because Oliveira got to him, almost got a couple takedowns, mm-hmm. and, and he's not a wrestler. You know, Chandler could possibly get takedowns. He does have the power. He doesn't have the cardio, unfortunately. Um, and Poirier, you know, may – I don't know that he could stop his takedowns. And um, who's the other one of the – he beats he beats Gaethje Gaethje. easy i think he beats Gaethje easy stylistically it's a bad matchup for him i agree um i think think chandler has a chance with power and and his wrestling and i think poirier honestly that was the problem if he won you know i don't i don't see who beats him um and and it's gonna be probably a little while benil can come up there um and and do well but and and you know his his takedown defense today was pretty solid. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I Islam said that he was going to make. He said Oliveira's quit before. I'm going to make him quit again. And in my heart, he quit. You know, he got hurt, so that's fair. But he tapped early. Like the choke was getting put on and just getting there when he when he tapped. And I'm sure he's strong and whatever. But Oliveira's trained with a lot of great guys. He's won a lot of things um, and chokes a lot of people. I don't. I think he tapped early because he was hurt and and was. I don't know his his warrior wasn't there today. Not to say it would have gone any different, regardless. Like he was he was gonna lose at that point anyway. I just thought he tapped early. Like yep, it's a wrap. So I don't. Uh, I don't know. He 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 was tough man. He was a stud and and he did what he said he was gonna do. Now there are people talking saying. Now all the people are calling him out that we're turning him down before. Well, of course they were turning him down. He had nothing to gain by beating him before. Yeah, and he had everything course. to lose. You know, right, right. it was like the yawn taking the O'Malley fight right. was the most dangerous. At why? You know, right. if he said no to O'Malley or or even no to number seven, you know, w- which was where he was, I think, uh, or six or f- oh, um, oh yawn. Uh, uh, no, no, Makhachev. He was four. Four. Okay. Uh, well, beating whoever to get there, he was he was ranked. Uh, you know, above that. Yep. And uh, so people were saying no because, number one, he's a, a hell of a threat, and he was there was nothing to gain by beating the guy at that time. Now they fight him. They're fighting for the belt. There's nothing to lose by losing right. to the champion who just Wait, beat the champion. Who's calling him out? You said the people are calling him out. Did you? I, I was just reading stuff online. Everyone's okay. like, oh, now everybody that's, that's uh, turned him down for the last couple of years is calling yeah. him out. And, well, you know, and why not? He's the champ. Yeah. You know? So, um, I, I was thinking Khabib, as much as I'm a, a fan of his, would have had a tougher fight with Oliveira because he doesn't have the striking that Islam has. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't have the striking that, that Islam had. So, he, he can land a punch like he did on Connor because of the threat of the takedown, but, but in reality, you know, he doesn't beat Oliveira on the feet. He doesn't land those punches to Oliveira on the feet. So he would have had to have been on the ground the majority of the time, you know, and, and he could have ground and pound him, you know, and, and done the same thing. But uh, I feel like the only reason that fight got to where it was, I mean, watch the first round. He wasn't passing. He wasn't doing that. He was, you know, 
the second round he was able to because he hurt him. He was able to pass right away to half guard, then lock up the choke, and then pass right away to the other side and, and finish it. So I feel like it might have been a more competitive fight with Khabib, um, but but no, it's hard to say. But he was probably like, okay, I don't have to come back now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do uh, do you see Oliveira Makachev too as the next fight, or do you see Makachev take the winner of uh, Chandler and Poirier as the probably, next fight? I mean, it depends what Oliveira wants, to be honest. If he asks for it, he may get it. Um, how many times has he been the champ defending? Oh, I'll go six, back in five right or after six. Khabib, right? right after Khabib, he fought for the belt. And yes, it was. So then he went. He ran through Chandler, Poirier, uh, Tony Gaethje. Ferguson, and Gaethje. Gaethje. That's the yeah. last fight he had yeah. was Gaethje. So I think this would have been his fifth. Let me double check, but I think that would have been his fifth title. So he defense. may get a shot again. He may not want it right away. He may want, you know, something, but... Um, I probably the winner of the other two get that, and uh, oh, I'm wrong. Ferguson was before Chandler, so um, once he got it from Chan, once he got the belt by beating Chandler, then it was just uh, Poirier and Gaethje were his only two title defenses. Okay, um, Tony Ferguson was just before that. Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll see if he gets that immediate rematch. If not, one of those two guys will get it. You know. Um, I hope Chandler starts fighting smarter, you know? Yeah. He, he fights for the crowd, and he needs to fight for himself and, that, and that, that, you know, the for his legacy on wins. And he, he made a comment about it a while ago saying, you know, I'm, I'm the most exciting fighter in the UFC right now, but I'm 2-2, two and two, you know? He's, yeah. he, needs a, he needs to put together a couple wins, and taking a fight with Poirier, that's a tough road to go to, to do that. I just feel like his he throws so hard – and wrestles so hard that he gasses. You know, yeah. he gets well, tired. And he loads up when he throws, too. Oh, yeah. Too. Loads up and tries to knock you out with every punch. And he hurts everybody he hits. Yeah. You know, but you got to put him away if that's the case. And otherwise, you're you're now in the second round and gasping for air. Um, I, Connor's never making 55 again, right? There's no, no way. Not, not from the pictures I've seen. No. There's a guy who I'm curious how he keeps. Well, do you hear that? He's not. Assad is not. He's not in the Ironically, he is in the USADA pool. Okay. And when they went back and looked at the last year, he's the only athlete that has not been tested in the last year <laughs> in USADA, even I, though he's in the pool. I did not know that. Explain that. Yeah. So, um, and, and you see a guy put on whatever weight he put yeah, on, but it's been a lot. Like I mean, 25, 30 He gassed at 45, of... he gassed at 55, and now he's going to put on a bunch of muscle and think he's not going to gas? Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of talk, at least in, in my house, and I don't know if, if this is going around, but you, you're hearing um, Islam being um, Habib 2.0 and maybe a better version of that. Do you, do, you, do you think that's a stretch? Do you think that's accurate? I mean, like, it's, it's not a stretch. They've been saying it for a long time. They've been saying it before he was winning fights in the UFC, I'm pretty sure. You know, they, they've been saying that at AKA for a while. Habib's been saying it himself and, and saying that he – when he's done, this is the guy, and he's done, and this is the guy. This is the guy. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, I like I said the other day on our pre-fight deal. I think if he wins, you know, he's going to be here a while. Yeah. The guys that are at the top, although it's a very tough division, they're all have fought and beat each other and have worn each other out. They've all had these knockout, drag out, brutal wars, Oliver included, 
Chandler, Gaethje, mm-hmm. Poirier, Poirier, all of them. Yep. They've all been in those those crazy ass fights, and you can't do that forever. You yeah. know, you can't do that forever. And this guy showed up, had taken very little damage. You know, he he could be here for a while. His uh, only loss was his second UFC fight um, against Adriano Martins. Um, Who's probably not even in the UFC anymore. I, yeah, I don't even know. What did he do after that? Uh, let, me, let me see if I can pull it up. I just um, five losses, four lo- three losses, four losses, and then a, five losses five, and a no contest. Five losses and a no contest. Right, so That's that guy's exactly not in the UFC anymore, am I right? Where's his last few fights? Um, Copa de Norte, right. MMA. It's not the UFC. Then Future FC, Shudo Brazil, FNG. How do you lose to How do, Islam lose to him? At TKO. It was a yeah, got punches. Caught. Yeah. Yeah, so he'll be here a while. Yeah, it's exciting stuff, man. It's yeah. it's really exciting stuff. Cool. What's next? Awesome. UFC 281 is coming up. Yeah, that's November 12th, Bellator, there's a good Bellator coming up by next weekend, I think. Okay. Um, a lot of great fights on that card. We'll, we'll cover those. Um, yeah. uh, just real quick before we end, um, I was uh, I noticed that uh, – that Bryce had a fight, but it got canceled. What do you know? I, I haven't heard much. So Bryce was about to fight the guy who has been bullying him online. He's been he's a, a Russian guy who's been bad mouthing him. Told me he was going to come to his farm, kill his cows, kill him, oh. like all this crazy stuff. And and Bryce like, let's fight this guy. Let's fight this guy. And I know Roley wanted Bryce and um, Calvin Cater, and Cater ended up having another fight. So that fight was going to happen. Then that guy dropped out for whatever reason, and I believe now uh, Sadiq Yosef is. That, I think that fight's going to happen. Okay, I I believe maybe not. Um, I think he might still be looking for a fight. That fight was going to happen, I think, and then now it's not. I'm not sure, but um, he, he, he's looking for a fight. Sadiq Yosef is ranked 12 right now. Yeah. Um. So that he's would behind be behind Bryce. Yeah, that would be Bryce reaching. That that's just him staying busy yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um. So cool. Okay, well, sounds like we got a lot ahead of us. So I'm excited for 281. I think that's yeah. going to be a really great fight as well. Madison Square Garden, I mean, come on. That's that's fantastic. And then, oh, for sure. Um, you know, three great fights at least. Well, um, more, but those top three fights with, with Izzy and Pereira and uh, Carla's fight and Young Wei Lee. Oh, yeah. And then um, my favorite fight of the night is going to be Poirier and Chandler. So we'll- Poirier and Chandler. I like both guys. Chandler's... The guy that I've been on, I've been on a high of him since he got to the UFC or earlier than that, but but we'll see how that goes. Cool. Guys, do us a favor. Wherever you like this, like the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel, and, and help us blow this thing up. Cool. Thank you. See you next time. It is all over.